Hey team, welcome back to the High Impact Podcast. I'm just going to start this episode by saying sincerest apologies if you hear some background noise going on. I am in a different Airbnb now. I have I've moved to Leith before I was in Crew Toll and now I'm in Leith and their places in Edinburgh for those of you who aren't very familiar with Edinburgh and I'm much more central this time. So that means there are some serious uh, building sites happening around me. Tram line is being built. It's all it's all popping off in Leith. So I do apologize if there's some background noise, but there's not a lot I can do about it. Unfortunately, it was either background noise in the podcast episode or no podcast episode. And that simply was not an option for today. So today is a topic that I love talking about. I love talking about with my clients. It is all about content and how we can make our content do the selling for us. Now, when I was doing market research calls for High Impact Sales School, and PS, doors are still open for High Impact Sales School. The link will be in the show notes below. When I was doing market research calls for High Impact Sales, and also as another side note, definitely do market research if you haven't already, okay? You learn so much about your ideal clients and things that you wouldn't necessarily be aware of. Lots of insights when I was doing my market research calls. But something that came up again and again was content and content that sells. A lot of people find that their content is a little vanilla, blends in with the crowd. I speak about this quite a lot, that we need to really step away from that kinds of content. And I know no one sets out creating content and intending it for it to be vanilla. However, unfortunately, a lot of the time it does end up that way. We'll touch on that a little bit in this episode, but this episode is more so about the fact that a lot of people feel stuck when it comes to creating content that actually sells their offers without it feeling really promotional. They find it hard to bridge that gap between providing value and then selling their offer. And every piece of content we make needs to be intentional. It needs to be purposeful. It can't just be to teach someone something and that's really it. It needs to create connection with our audience. It needs to build demand for our offers. It needs to show off our expertise. Sure, there is absolutely nothing wrong with providing value. And I'm a big fan of providing value. This is why I do the podcast. I love I love that. But you need to make sure that it's about more than that and that your content sells for you because when your content sells for you, become less objections in the DMs. You have to get on less sales calls. When you do get on sales calls, people already know they want to work with you and they're just on the call because they want to see if there's a good vibe between you guys. You just sell more because people see you as a leader in your niche. They see you as someone that will solve their problems. They see you as someone that knows their shit, but they also want to buy into whatever you're selling because you're the one selling it. And this is what we want our content to do. So in today's episode, that is exactly what we're going to be talking about, how to create promotional content that sells for you, but it's still interesting. It's still engaging and people cannot wait to see what you're going to post next because they know it's going to be something a bit different, something interesting, something valuable. So the first thing that I want to talk about is that people feel like they can't provide value or they worry about providing too much value because they'll be stuck in the friend zone. Now, we hear this a lot and we hear people talk about the friend zone all the time and not being seen as an authority. You know, we see it all the time. It's constantly online. And I feel like lately it's been a lot more visible online, this kind of chat. So this is nothing new. We know this, right? We didn't want to come onto this podcast to be told that you don't want to be stuck creating only educational content or you'll be stuck in the friend zone because I'm not going to tell you that. However, there is absolutely a way to provide value, but leave an information gap 
which leaves demand for your offer. You can still give value to people, but still not tell them everything because let's be honest, if you can give away all your information in a carousel post, maybe you need to go away and do a bit more learning. (laughs) But you want to give them value, give them some quick wins, make it interesting, make it engaging, but still leave demand for your offer, leaving an information gap. So I'm going to give you an example here. So say, for example, you're a Facebook ads expert. What you ideally want to do is focus on one quick win for an ideal client. So maybe that would be creating a lead magnet that has a high conversion rate, has a high click-through rate, because if you're creating Facebook ads, you need a lead magnet that will lead them on to, you know, selling an email list, for example, if that's the aim of that ad. So that would be a really useful one for an ideal client. You don't need to give away everything in this post, but you do want to give them some quick, high-level wins, showing off your expertise, being valuable, being engaging, and actually creating something useful for people. However, you're not going to go and talk about the whole rest of the process of what happens after you've got a good lead magnet, how to set up a Facebook ads. You know, after that initial step, they still need to know how to create an ad set. They need to know what to do with the emails once they've collected them from that lead magnet. This is where you come in. You can explain to people the how they can create a good lead magnet And then you can say what they need to do next. And that might be, okay, then what you need to do is you need to set up an ad set. You need to nurture them through email and you need to do X, Y, and Z. But you're not telling them how they're going to do that. Do you see the difference? You're telling them how to to create a great lead magnet, give them a few, maybe three three pointers, tell them what they need to do next, but don't tell them what they need to do next. Therefore, creating an information gap and leaving demand for your offer. That is a natural place for you to then to pitch the rest of your offer and say, okay, if you want to learn how to do this, if you want to set up an ad set and you want to be generating more leads through your lead magnet, reach more eyes than just your usual audience. This is what my one-to-one ad setups are for. Link and bio to apply. Do you see how easy that is? This is what I did with my BATs masterclass, for example. So a while back, I launched Confident Launch Collective and I had a masterclass beforehand. So it was called BATs and that whole masterclass focused on the very first stage of a launch. And that first stage of a launch is teasing your offer, breadcrumbing it, hyping it up, letting people know that something is coming. And there is a very strategic way of doing this. And that was what the masterclass was about. Inside this masterclass, I gave lots of value because I do not want people to come to my freebies and be like, oh, that was a waste of my time because you can leave a really bad taste in people's mouths if your freebie is not valuable, right? So I always want to make sure that people go away from my masterclasses knowing more and being able to implement and being able to understand that concept more. So that is exactly what I did in the BOT's masterclass. I went into a lot of detail about how you can tease for different audience types, different buyer types, how you can tease at each stage of your launch, things like that. But I only spoke about teasing. I didn't speak about any other stage of a launch. I didn't speak about launch open, like cart open week. I didn't speak about hosting a big freebie. I didn't speak about anything else except teasing. And there are many different stages of launches, right? And I only focused on I had to stop recording for about five minutes there because the sound outside was getting louder and louder. I really hope this is okay. If you're still here and it's shite noise outside, I really do appreciate you being here. Um, So I was talking about the BOT's masterclass. I also continuously reminded people throughout the masterclass that they had an information gap. I would remind them, I would say 
teasing is one part of the puzzle. It is the very first stage of a launch. In order to have a really successful launch where you fill your offers, you need to have X, Y, and Z as well. And this is what you're going to be learning inside Confident Launch Collective. So just doing things like that, constantly reminding people that there is a next step and that your offer is the next step is a really fantastic way to both provide value, not provide so much value that they're able to just go and do it themselves, but leave an information gap, leave demand for your offer. Another massive thing that needs to be considered when you're creating content and if you want it to be selling for you, which is what we want, and if you're listening to this, it's what you want, you need to make sure that your content is digestible. And by this, I mean that you are not over-delivering in a single piece of content. You're not over-explaining. You're not trying to cover too many pain points or core desires. You are simply choosing one thing that you're going to teach someone, one piece of the puzzle that is going to solve one little pain point for someone, and you're going to talk about that. You don't need to over-explain yourself. You just need to give people information in bite-sized chunks. This can be video format, this can be on stories, and this can be on your main feed as well. It doesn't really matter. You just don't need to overdo it. And I think a lot of people tend to over-service their clients, over you know, try and people please a little too much in their content. And actually, if you listen to uh, a podcast episode that I did with Authentically Natalie a few weeks back, we did speak about this. We spoke about people pleasing in your content. And this actually ends up pleasing nobody because your content often ends up confusing. It often ends up overcomplicated and we want things to be nice and simple and easy to digest. This means usually I like to stick to only a few points. And if I am making things a little bit longer form, I don't have really long sentences. I don't drag things out for too long. This is for valuable content, right? This is for content that is educational. And yeah, we just don't need to do it. Just keep things simple, keep them specific, focus on one pain point, one core desire. Number three is to build connection with your audience. Every post that you post needs to have you in it. And this is where a lot of people go wrong. And this is where content can become a little bit vanilla when there is no element of you in that. If I could take one of your posts and... I could put it on anyone's Instagram and that would work just fine. It's not you enough. And what by what I mean by that is that where are your opinions? Where are your personal stories? Where are your hot takes on things? What do you believe in? What do you stand for? If your content doesn't have that, even educational content, then you need to go back to the drawing board and just inject a little more of yourself into your content. Ideally, what we want is we want people to not even see our Instagram handle or not even see a photo of us, but see a post that we've created. And our brand is so strong and our messaging and our content is so strong that someone would instantly know, oh, that's Katie. That's Katie's post. That's how Katie speaks. That's what Katie stands for. That's what she believes in. And this is absolutely possible. And your content will start to stand out this way. And when your content stands out and people start seeing you and taking notice of you, this is when you're front of mind. And this is when you do become the person that if they have an issue with the thing that you can help with, they want to go to you to get that problem solved. You become the go-to person for them. So definitely make sure, do a little content audit after this podcast episode and go and have a look and see, okay, is there enough of me in this content? And if not, go back, inject your opinions, your thoughts, speak how you speak, and it will be so much more effective. Just watch the engagement skyrocket. I can almost guarantee that will be the case. And the last thing I'm going to talk about is 
social proof. Now, when we hear social proof, we think testimonials. This is absolutely a form of social proof. It is not the only form of social proof. And ideally, we want to litter all of our content with social proof. We don't need to just dedicate one post to a bit of social proof. Ideally, you're bringing social proof into nearly every single post that you have, whether that be a mini training. I was helping my client with this the other day. This is what we worked on together. Deliver the mini training. If you want to learn how to do the same thing, link in my bio. If you want to have results like my client, link in the bio. If you want to do this in a main feed post, you can talk about your offer. Even if you're doing a straight up promotional post talking about your latest offer, you can litter social proof in there as well. Really, really important. If you are speaking about, I don't know, anything really, you can honestly inject social proof in there all the time. Even a personal story. Talk about where you were, what you were struggling with, what you overcame, where you are now. What does your life look like now? How are you embodying the results that your ideal clients want to see? If you do this and if you start doing this throughout all of your social media posts and you can do it in a big way with like actual testimonials, in the wild social proof, you know, screenshots and underlining and giving context to them, always give context. So I don't want to see these massive, big testimonials where someone has to read four paragraphs to understand what they achieved when working with you. That's not very effective. It doesn't seem very genuine. It doesn't really sell. However, the best social proof that I see is always when someone sends a a very organic looking, you know, email or text to someone saying, oh my God, I just did this. I did X, Y, and Z. Amazing. Screenshot that, give it a bit of context and say, in just four days, she landed three clients or whatever their result was, right? And put that in your stories, put that inside your content, but it doesn't need to be a standalone piece. It can be injected in all parts of your content. I got, you can say things like, I got off a client call just then, and this is how far she's come. So proud of her. This is what we worked on together. This is where she is now. Obviously, again, we want to inject more of you into that. We worked on this. We used my five-step framework. Think about ways that you can inject more of your personality into your content, but also more social proof into your content. And the reason why you want to do this is because you want to build trust with your audience. If you have content that builds connection and trust with your audience, that is highly converting content. And that is what you want. This brings me to talk about high impact sales school, because in high impact sales school, I'm going to be teaching you in depth exactly how to create content that is highly converting, that when people see, they lap it up, they want more information about your offers and services, and it does the selling for you. It overcomes objections for you. You're not going to have days long DM chats with people that end up ghosting you in the end. You're going to be really a force to be reckoned with on Instagram. And I'm going to be teaching you exactly how to do that inside high impact sales school. It's my eight week group coaching program where I'm going to be teaching the essential strategies and skills you need to be able to sell and sell consistently. So bringing in leads consistently, nurturing clients, selling to them regularly, creating offers that really light you the fuck up, but also creating amazing content that does the selling for you. Okay, if all of that sounds like what you want, go and check out the link in the bio. It is available for another week. I haven't actually set a close date for this launch. I'm doing things very casually, which I'm really enjoying, but it is going to be available for another week or so. So definitely go and check that out. It is a low four figure investment. 
So you can get inside now for £1,111. There are payment plans available as well. We've also we've already got some wonderful people that joined during pre-sale. So if you want to jump in on the fun, please come and join us. Link is below. And if you've got any questions for me, of course, just slide into my DMs. Just send me a, a DM saying impact and we can have a zero pressure chat. I can answer any of your questions. And I think that's all I got to say. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm going to leave it here. I'm going to keep it quite brief because I'm aware that there is a little bit of noise outside. So I hope that doesn't pick up too much. Have a fabulous rest of your day and I will see you over on Instagram on the next episode of the High Impact Podcast. Love you lots. Bye.